There's lots of good things about 2022. Let's get into it this week on Dropping Sunday. Welcome to Dropping Sunday. I'm one of your hosts, Seth. And I'm your other host, Andrea. If this is your first time around here, we're so happy to have you. Just a couple of notes. We're not here to take you off. We're also not here to get you saved. Although either of those things could happen. And if they do, we want to know about it. Yes, this is a podcast by Christians for Christians, but you don't have to believe to belong. You can join the conversation on Dropping, at Dropping Sunday on all the things. Hey, Andrea, how's your heart? <laughs> it's wonderful. Happy New Year. Hey, Happy New Year. Oh my gosh. Oh my goodness gracious. New Year on Sunday. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes. It was a late night last night and uh, counted down the new year. I uh, was looking forward to throwing a huge uh, New Year's party this year. Uh-huh. Uh, didn't happen because, you know, friends decided to have babies or go out of town <laughs> and work in Vegas or do all that other stuff. <gasps> oh. oh my gosh. Are you okay? I, I am. I'm asking you in the past because obviously... <laughs> Are you okay? Are you okay? Because I'm ringing in the new year in Vegas. <laughs> probably alone in my hotel room. Oh, well, <clears throat> probably. Oh, and so you're saying there's a chance. <laughs> you got a boyfriend. Okay. Anything is possible, <laughs> but probably alone in my hotel room with like uh, sparkling grape juice or something. For sure. For, for sure. sure. Yeah, absolutely. Why not? Well, uh, I thought that uh, actually I didn't think this at all. You thought this and I said, that's a great idea. Uh, you said, let's end the year talking about the things that we loved about 2022. Except we're actually starting the year. Yeah. Okay. Let's, but we, <laughs> sure. So let's start 2023 looking back as a retrospect. Sure. It's 2023. Oh yeah. my gosh. Yeah. Absolutely. How did that happen? Uh, you know, things, things happen. Things happen. Did we do a, did we do a favorites thing episode last year? Who could tell? There's no way to find out. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember doing one, but I think that may have been because, well, I know we didn't do one for 20. 2020. Yeah, because it sucked so bad. 2020 was terrible. So I think we did do one for 2021. I think we did. So, you know, keeping with tradition, we're just going to keep going. Here we go. Maybe maybe traditions. What are we going to do? Look back? Probably not. All right. So let's talk about some of our favorite things from this year. Yeah. Okay. So we we broke it up into a couple categories, but I just want to know, like, what was your favorite? Let's go with TV show. My favorite TV show. Okay. So um, honestly. And and what time does it air on CBS? (laughs) you know (laughs) here's the thing oh no it is okay go ahead actually i don't think either one of these come on cbs um so i i have three shows that i want to talk about okay the first one is the chosen because season three started um at the end in in December, yeah. uh, season three. Yeah. I, I think, think the episode first three, five streams today. Yeah, I think so. so. Yeah, yeah. Um, and we're going to be talking about it. Let's be honest. We're going to sure, talk about sure. season three. But there's something, and I didn't talk about season one when it came out. I mean, we we talked about it on the show, but we kind of rushed through it. I think yeah, we, we did the entire season in one episode. Yeah. That was a mistake. And so this past year, we did all of season two. We did like two episodes per two episodes of the chosen per podcast episode. Okay. And so we were really able to like dive in and talk about it. And I was maybe watching with a slightly more critical eye, but I just really, really love that show. Yeah. I just do. It's really good. And we're going to talk about it next week with season three. So I'm not going to go like real deep into anything, but I just, if you're not watching it, you should be. It's free. There's some people who don't like it. 
Really? Yeah. We'll, t- we'll talk about it next week. We'll okay. get into it next week. Um, but then the other two shows. What's that, your non-Jesus juke show? <laughs> my non-Jesus juke show um, is, so there's two of them. Yeah. And neither one of these are brand new this year, but okay. I watched them this year. I understood. Yeah. Um, the first one is actually, it's not a remake, but it's a reboot okay. um, of CSI, the original, CSI Vegas. Okay. So I used to watch all the CSIs and they did a re- CSI. And that's not on CBS? Is, oh, maybe it is. I thought it okay. was on Good. NBC. I don't know. No, it I don't NBC. watch anything like when, the when it airs. Okay. When it airs. Got well, it. that's not true. There are some things that I watch, but that's sure. another story. Um, but CSI Vegas, I don't watch. when I think it comes on Thursday nights because I usually watch it on Friday mornings when I'm getting ready for work. They did a reboot this year, and it's really good. Yeah. It's really interesting. It's fun to watch. If you like CSI, if you like crime scene um, shows and things like that, and it's it's just it's a fun watch. The other one that I got into this year um, actually started season six. Oh, okay. And I had not watched it previously. Okay. It's called The Good Doctor. Have you ever watched it? I can't handle it. You can't. And I, I'm going to tell you why I can't I'm, handle it. And I know. Yeah. Go why, ahead. why can't I handle it? No. You know me. I know. You, go just ahead. Just say it. Go ahead. No, 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 you do it. No, no, no. You didn't. No, no, no. No, no, no. no. Uh, I, I've never watched an episode. Okay. Uh, every commercial, it bothers me the affectation of the um, <laughs> Apostle Matthew that is going on. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It just bothers me. I. It's just, it, it, I don't feel like it's realistic. I feel like it's actually exploitive. Do you? Okay. Yeah. See, and and I wondered about yeah. that. Um, I'm sure there's other people who are like, no, it's a champion. And I, yeah. and I get that. But for me, it feels exploitive. And so I'm just not going to do it. So so when I watch it, and here's the thing. The first season, when I watched the first season, it was really hard to watch. Yeah. For that reason. Yeah. Um, Because you, you're sitting there and you're going, okay, he's, he's, he's not making fun he's not mocking but he's he he's acting like explain the premise so the premise is that uh the the main character is his name is sean murphy the character's name is sean murphy played by freddie highmore uh who's a british actor and sean murphy is autistic he's on the spectrum and he's pretty pretty far over he's high functioning but he is very intelligent uh, went to medical school and is now a surgical resident sure. in California. And that's that's the premise is that he is on this journey as a very high-functioning autistic person um, on this journey to become a surgeon. And all of the what that entails yeah. in, in learning how to uh, navigate relationships sure. and um, empathy and sympathy, which is not always something that comes easily and natural to uh, people who are on the spectrum. Mm-hmm. And it's hard to watch yeah. because it's uncomfortable. Sure. And, and watching him try to navigate this and try to figure out how, how as a surgeon can I be empathetic to my patient yeah. when that's not something that I am. So I don't know if you remember an old TV show called The Practice. Remember the practice was I remember a, like the name. a legal I don't drama, that I, yeah. And then it had a spinoff called Boston Legal. Okay, I Boston remember Legal the name had of both had of James Spader and um, William Shatner. Okay, in, in it. Yes. And in Boston Legal, there was a lawyer who um, had Aspergers. Okay. Okay, and um, it did not feel exploitive. It felt more educational. Mm-hmm. 
every time I see any kind of kind of thing, it just it just makes me feel oogie. If you're telling me that it's a good show, cool. But that's the reason I haven't seen it. No, and that's fine. Yeah. And it, I'm not saying you have to watch but the, it. But the first the first season was challenging, but the rest of it kind of really you really got into it. I did. Yeah, great. And I think that it's um it's not because. Maybe it's because I start to understand him better. Oh, that's as good. the watcher. Well, then, then it probably is educational. Then. Yeah, you know, and, you, feel, and you start to. Yeah. I'm making space for it. Sure. Yeah, makes you can make space for it. And here's the thing: if you watch a few episodes and you don't like it, we have a three episode rule of any show. Yeah. Do you know the three episode rule? Have we talked about that on the no, show? We, um, we will. Julie and I will sit down and watch any any show for three episodes. And then after that, if we're not into it, we're mm-hmm. we're done. You're done. So yeah. like we tried to watch like Boardwalk Empire because it like, seemed like it was mm-hmm. right up our alley. Nah, just not three so episodes. And then apparently it gets really good after that. But you yeah, know, the, that wasn't this year. That was years and years ago. Yeah, when so. out, so. Anyway, well, I like it. Okay, it's, you know it's interesting. There are still times that I watch the the show and I think I'm not sure. I yeah. I wonder how someone who uh, is autistic or um has someone who's autistic in their life feels about it. I've never seen anything. I've never read anything, but I also haven't researched to see if there are people that complain about it, but you know, it's interesting to watch. Stay off the internet. Uh You you might as well just enjoy like what you like. It's fine. Exactly. So anyway, those are my three shows from 2022. So what are yours? Well, I definitely don't have three. I I, I know of two that um, I don't watch a lot of, tv that's like like aired like that Mm -hmm. i'm i'm streaming things after the fact right and this year we kind of pared down a little bit of what we do streaming wise and so we we still have you know things to watch live television and so we can still watch sports and all those other things but my two shows this year both are on disney plus okay okay um one is andor okay it is uh it it's a drama that happens in the Star Wars universe, mm-hmm. um, essentially between the episode three and um, Rogue One, so okay. which happens before episode four. So it kind of happens in between yeah. three and four and kind of this thing. It's like a prequel that happens. And it is just wonderful. It is a commentary on not listening to... Um, not letting the government control everything that you do and standing uh-huh. up for something that you believe in. It's, it's just great. It really is. It's really well done. It is the exact opposite of what Kenobi should have like was mm. it's what Kenobi should have been. Um, it's, it's just, it's re- it was really, really well done. So, uh, and or if you're and into or. star Wars, there's yeah. that. The other show that was top show for me this year was she Hulk. Wow. Oh my gosh. It was so good. Huh. It it was everything that a comic book TV show, comic book movie, anything yeah. else like that should have been. Gotcha. Um it brought in a completely different genre mm-hmm. into the Marvel Cinematic Universe, uh breaking the fourth wall. It treated um it treated her like the comic books treat her. And it was really, really well done. Uh, the storylines were great. I I don't know what it sets up for the future. Mm-hmm. Most uh, I'll get most of Phase Four of the MCU has not been great. It's been setups for other things. Yeah. Um. And they kind of is good overall. Black Panther's awesome, of course. That's not right. what I'm saying. Uh, Wakanda Forever, obviously not. I'm. That's what I meant. But um. 
I'm talking about in general, like this year has kind of not been great for mm -hmm. the Marvel Cinematic Universe, uh, but that one show really stands out. So, so She-Hulk is what uh, was was mine. So I'll have to add both of those to my list. You know what? And, and she holds a lot about women empowerment. It's mm -hmm. like you know being treated differently because you're because you're a female. And so um, I wouldn't know what that's like. I, uh, I, I sat down and made Jill watch it mm. and I was like, you, you need to, you need yeah. to feel this. So, um, I'll, I'll move from TV shows into movies. Okay. Um, I, I really, when I look back at this year in movies, mm -hmm. um, most of what I watched was on airplanes. I'm just going to be completely gotcha. honest. I just, I mean, and so I think of two movies, um, one is the unbearable weight of massive talent which is the Nick Cage film. Have you seen this? <laughs> oh my gosh. Nick Cage has become a punchline for yeah. most of his acting. In this movie, he returns to what makes Nick Cage great. Mm. And it is not taking himself seriously. Taking yeah. it. He plays himself in the movie. Gotcha. But he also plays young Nick Cage as a, and all these other things. Like it's, it's great. A, um, a wealthy crime mag magnate is a huge Nick Cage fan and offers to pay him million dollars just to come out for his birthday party. And because he's in financial hardship, he does it like, sure, and craziness ensues. So that's that, that's that it's the unbearable weight of massive talent. Okay. Real fun movie, real fun. Um, the other one, um, I just remember being moved on an airplane mm -hmm. was everything everywhere all at once. I've heard good things oh, about that. One. It is a very strange story about family set as a kung fu movie. Mm -hmm. It's it was wonderful. Mm -hmm. It was absolutely wonderful. Uh visually it was great. Uh it kind of uh like what Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness didn't do right. Uh -huh. This movie did everything right. All of the other universes, everything else that existed, it, it really really was wonderful. So that that was another good movie. I don't know if either one of those are suitable for Andrea's mom, <laughs> but uh but they're still a lot of fun. Yeah. Yeah. What about you? So uh, the first one I want to talk about is uh, definitely is suitable for Andre's mom. And I can't remember if I've talked about it on the show uh, or not. Um, again, it's a movie that came out in 2021. Okay. We watched it this year. My mom and I watched it. It was a Saturday afternoon. Uh, we were both home. My dad was gone. And we're just looking for something to watch on National Geographic. And I had remembered okay. uh, my I think it was my brother told me you need to watch this okay. documentary. And so we did. <clears throat> and when I tell you that it, first of all, the documentary was done so, so unbelievably well. Okay. And then the story is, um, okay. So it's called the rescue on mm. national geographic. Okay. I was, are you going to go free solo? What are we doing? Okay. So the rescue. <laughs> well, free solo is also great yeah, by yeah. the way. Um, but the rescue. Who did you just look at? There's no one else in this room, but you just don't like, you just like waved to someone in the room. Are, are, are there ghosts here? Yeah. Am I, am I in a haunted home you right are. now? Okay, great. You're great. Sorry. Um, sorry. So the I, rescue. That was weird. <laughs> that, that was, was very strange. strange. Okay, go ahead. Okay. So the rescue is, uh, it is the story of the Thai soccer team oh, that got okay. stuck in the cave. Yeah. Now, everybody remembers this story. Sure. It was a it was a big deal. It was on the news. Yeah. It was like um like 12 players and their coach and they 
this monsoon or this rain came and they got ended up getting stuck in this cave and couldn't, sure. couldn't get out. And what when you watch it, you're going, I had no idea this mm. is what happened. Oh, that's cool. Okay. And it there is a moment in that movie. And so if you know the story, you know that they were all rescued. But there is a moment in that movie where the rescuers come and find them. And it's the first time in like two weeks that yeah. these people, these kids have seen anyone else besides their team and their coach. They haven't had food. They've had dirty water. They have not seen anyone talk to anyone. And these rescuers come up and they're like, it's the first time they've laid eyes on anyone. I was sobbing. That's awesome. I mean, like, I was moved in a way that I was not expecting. So you have to watch this movie. Okay, I will watch it. Um, so, I'll be able to watch it because it is on Disney Plus. It's on Disney Plus. It's National Geographic. National Geographic. There you go. Um, we, Mom and I loved it so much. We, it, it was completely silent. Mom and I were sitting there watching it and just enthralled. And my dad got home the very next day. We made him watch it and we yeah. watched it again. Like that's, that's awesome. how great it was. That's awesome. So. The, uh, it's called The Rescue, National Geographic. Um, it's fantastic. Are you ready for my second one? Yeah, sure, sure, sure. Again, this movie did not come out this year. Uh-oh. You found it this year. But I watched it this year. Bill and I, Ted's Excellent Adventure. I watched it okay. this year. Because I don't think I've mentioned this yet. Okay. I watched Hamilton. <gasps> <sighs> this has okay. been a few months ago. Okay, I'm excited about this. Okay. I watched Hamilton. And I was putting off watching it because the more people tell me I need to watch something. Because <laughs> you're trying to be counterculture and I get it. I, it's the, it can't be it's better the than rebellious, Newsies. Yeah, it's the know. rebellious spirit in me. It's not better than Newsies. It's the rebellious spirit in me. Shut your mouth. <clears throat> okay, we're going to fight. It's fine. <laughs> Listen, Newsies is more singable. <laughs> Hamilton is hard to sing. The music is incredible. Okay. Just just to finish finish whatever lies you're going to say. Go ahead. But so the the more that people tell me I need to watch something that I'm going to love it, the more I'm like, you know what? No, I'm not. You don't tell me who I am. You don't tell me what I like. You don't tell me what I'm going to watch. Um, but a uh, friend of the show, Erica, finally made me watch it. And it was it was fantastic. It was. It, it was really it's fantastic. Really great. It's really, really great. It's better the sixth time. I'm Sure. I'm just I'm just gonna let you know. I I've only watched it once. I have not watched it a second time yet. I probably will. While I'm traveling, I'll yeah. probably watch it again. Yeah. But anyway, it was. It was great. I, I was wrong. Yeah, you you were wrong. What other music? Uh I, I mean obviously the music on it's wonderful. What other music <laughs> did did you find this year that you really fell in love with? Okay. So um Again, it doesn't have to be music that came out this year. It can just be yeah. music that you found or that meant something to you this year. Yes. Yeah. So so I found um a new band on the TikToks. Okay. Their name is Nicotine Dolls. Oh my gosh. Absolutely. I don't I don't know where that name comes from, but I found this guy because the lead singer runs this account. Sure. Runs their account. And he started singing 90s TV show theme songs. Okay. On TikTok. Okay. And he did the theme song from Growing Pains. Show me that smile again. Gosh, you have a great voice. I, oh, you thank make you. Me, yeah, okay, go ahead. Keep going. Um, 
he started singing. And when I tell you that I'm pretty sure I felt like in love with him. Oh, yeah. In that moment. Absolutely. So he did a whole series where he was doing 90s theme songs. And so fantastic. They are coming out with a new album. They just released a new single. Um, This guy was on America's Got Talent and did an original song. And anyway, Nicotine Dolls, you have to look them up. They are so great. Do you have them? Are you going to play some? By the way, this guy looks like he's like a like a dirty emo kid. I know he sounds like he's, you know, 60 years old. You know, Jim, he feels like Jim Croce, you know what yeah. I'm saying? But he, you think he's going to look like Jim Croce he now with, you know. And if you hear like, his speaking voice, it oh doesn't yeah, it's match. Like, hey guys, it doesn't yeah, yeah, like yeah. none of it goes together. Yeah. And, but it's oh, so yeah. fantastic. Okay, so, I'll take it. Love them. Um, another song that I that I found this year, uh, also on the TikToks, was Ed Sheeran's uh, Shivers. Oh, for sure. It's so good. And there is a line dance to it that I am desperate to learn. I need someone to teach me how to do this line are you, dance. Are you kidding me? Ed Sheeran's a phenomenal artist. I mean, how do you just not? Yeah, it, it, it's, he's oh, wonderful. So good. He's wonderful. Um, I saw a uh, uh, when he was playing it live. I, I didn't see him live. Yeah. I saw a video of him playing it live, and he actually plays that just through his acoustic guitar, and he loops it, and he, he oh. layers everything. It's just he's just stupid. I just love it. I love it. It's so good. That's so great. if anybody else wants to learn that line dance with me, uh, just let me know. We'll we'll go find. Uh, somewhere that we can learn that and dance. I'll, I'll, I'll video it. <laughs> I'm sure you will. <laughs> <laughs> I sure will. So what music have you been listening to this year? Okay, so I asked my brother Nathan to get me a Spotify playlist together to listen to while I run. Okay. Okay. And it is phenomenal. That's like, that's really trusting. Yeah, well, I mean, because I can always change it. Later. You can, yeah, I know, yeah. but like... Because while you're running, that's all you have. He does a really good job of like curating, yeah. like um, like rhythms and uh, like, okay, we've gone hard for a little while. Uh-huh. Let's go soft for a little bit and do a song that's yeah. kind of down and then build it back up. He like actually cares about a mixtape, so cool. that's why I asked him. And it was so great that I actually asked uh, my niece and nephew. I was like, hey, for Christmas this year, will you guys give me something to listen to? Uh-huh. And so they're all excited about it, you know. So um, there are two songs that are on here that I um, that really meant a lot to me. I don't they they're right back to back, and so they they just hit different. Mm-hmm. One is uh, "Most of It" by King's Kaleidoscope. And it's just a it's just a good upbeat, you know, if you're out on a trail, like every time I hear it, I, I'm literally running by the Trinity River, it feels like, uh, because it's kind of far enough down that I don't uh-huh. get into my short runs. So it's only on my long runs that I get it. And it's uh, it's King's Kaleidoscope, which is a, a band that came out of Mars Hill. So okay. it's, you know, um, there's some there's some stuff there. 
What's the name of the song? Uh, Most of it. The kids in the background. Most of it. (laughs) So it's um, it's just a it's just a great. It's, yeah. a, it's a great vibe. I just added it to my uh, eclectic playlist on Spotify. Okay. That's, that's got a really cool sound. It really does. It really is. You'll like Kings. If you, hey, are you familiar with Kings Kaleidoscope? I've heard of them and I've listened. You would really like them. I've listened to some just yeah. through you, but yeah, I, yeah. Think, I, I think, I think you'd yeah. really, I think you'd really like them. Okay. The next song is, um, this is, it's a song called Unstable by Anne Berlin. Are you familiar with Anne Berlin? I know the the, the, the band. band, yeah. Uh this is not their version though. This is the Nick Rad remix. So okay. this was their song and then a DJ took it and made this happen. It's just a phenomenal um, electronic version of mm-hmm. what is a pretty rocking song yeah. to begin with. You kind of have Steven's vocals that they've isolated and just kind of made it a whole other thing. Like the original song doesn't sound anything like this. You came out of nowhere. And his, voice, a, his vocals are so good. Steven, he's so stupid. I'm going to jump ahead. Yeah, you're welcome, everybody. This is Unstable, the Nick Rad Remix by Amberlin. So stinking good. You adding it too? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I understand. Um, okay, you want to hear a funny story about Amberlin? Yeah. Okay, so they're a band out of Central Florida, but that their original band name was not Amberlin. It was Saga 24-7, S-A-G-O-H, which stirred, stood for Servants After God's Own Heart 24-7. Okay. Um, that was their original band name. And their original <laughs> records were pop punk. Like that okay. that was their that yeah. was their thing. So they have uh, a song on their very first, I'm talking like cassette, dubbed cassette oh. called Rocky Balboa. And it was like, I wanna be a Rocky Balboa. And it was, it was a song. So, oh my gosh. You sound you sounded like my high school years. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're welcome. Yeah. It was about in the time like frame a, of yeah. your high school years for sure. That's so great. Um, so I uh I, I think I think I was probably the year two thousand and five. They've transitioned into Amberland. I'm yeah. seeing them live at the door in Dallas. Oh my gosh. So does that, that put you yeah. in a particular time frame? And I'm I'm there, and uh, it's kind of in between songs, and um, I know them because a lot of my friends from college were part of that same rock scene in okay. Central Florida. So, like my best friend in college, Tyler, he he was in a band called Slushball Durkins, and they used to play together a lot. Um, so He's uh, band name, yeah. So <laughs> and great. so, um, so I, that's how I got to know um, Saga, and now they're Amberlin. And so they start, they're getting up there and they're about to play, you know, some, some crazy song. And so, um, so we're sitting there and I just scream out, 
play Rocky Balboa. <laughs> and Steven's head, the lead singer's head, rip, rip, and like he's looking, like who said that? Uh-huh. Who said that? And Joey, the guitar, he goes, na 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 na. And he goes into it. He's like, she's like, no, no, that's not what we do anymore. It's <laughs> not who we are anymore, it was guys. It's so great. It was so great. I so Amberlynn, uh, Amberlynn is uh, is phenomenal. So that that's uh, some music this year. What about? Um, there was also a worship song that mm-hmm. really got me this year. And it really found me during my summer of gratitude. Every year I do a hundred days of gratitude mm-hmm. and uh, during the summertime. And it's just kind of to help me refocus and kind of set my brain chemistry right whenever there's lots of things going on. And and so um, it, it's the song by Brandon Lake called Gratitude. And praise you again and again. It's, uh, it, you know, there. I spent a lot of time at a piano playing mm-hmm. that. Um, also, um, I spent a lot of time uh, at a piano um, leading it on Wednesday nights. <laughs> I did it a lot this year. Also, it's in 6-8, <laughs> and it's in the same key as Great Are You, Lord. Oh, and nice. so I would take, um, I would take, you know, uh, the, the, the tag of this song, which is, Come on my soul, don't you get shy on me. Lift up your voice because you've got a lion inside of your lungs. So lift up and praise the Lord. And I would sing that over and over again and then move directly into it's your breath in our lungs. Mm. And so we lift up our, you know, so That's go, good. yeah, yeah, it was a, it was a, it's a good little, little mashup there. What about you? What, what's a worship song? Cause this is a Christian podcast. So yeah, like so what, what? We, we need to talk about it, sure, right? Sure. <clears throat> so this is, um, l- first of all, let me explain something about okay. myself. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So I'm going to go ahead and type up Darlene Chad. No, it's not. <laughs> Twyla this, Paris. This time. So here's the thing about me. I, when I find music that I like, like I go, I go in hard, you know, and then that's all that yeah. I listen to. Yeah. And it's not unusual for me to listen to the same playlist. For sure. For weeks or months in yeah, a row. I got you. And maybe I'll go back and forth between a couple of them. But like, I just, sometimes I just get in this thing and it's really hard for new music to, to get through that. Yeah. Yeah. I got you. Um, because here's the thing when I'm in the car and I'm listening to music, I want to sing with it. That's the uh, whole point yeah. is that I want to sing with it. Right. I want, and Don't I like teach me a new song. Exactly. <laughs> that's right. It's And that's terrible, but it, yeah. it takes, it takes some time. So I remember talking about I do we did do a favorite things episode last last year because I remember talking about the Phil Wickham Hymn of Heaven album. Yeah. And it is fantastic the whole album. But one song in particular um I found myself listening to kind of on repeat. Like I found myself hitting a couple of my favorite songs and then going back to this one. Yeah. And it's uh, a thousand names. Mm-hmm. And I I love songs. You keep talking. It's okay. It's playing I know, in the background. But I just get into it. Um, I love songs that declare who God is yeah. and who he is in my life. Sure. Who he is to me. And this song does that. Yeah. And it and it just declares who he is. And sometimes that's what I need to do. Yeah. And this song is a great one to do that. And it's just been, it's kind of been on repeat for me. It's great. 
Yeah. Um, I know that uh, that I've needed reminding of who he is this yeah. year. Uh, I'm going to talk about that here in, a, in, in just a moment. But um, yeah, it's a great song. It absolutely is. It and it'll, is. it'll show up on the radio and I'll be like, dang, this is it's good. It's so good. I just like the idea of like, I've known you by a thousand names uh-huh. and you deserve every you deserve single every oh, single one. Every single one. I mean, we, we say a lot of things in church mm-hmm. a lot of times and we, we use a lot of things and, and it kind of rolls off the tongue because yeah. it's just part of like what we say. But right. to say, no, 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 you deserve yes. that thing that I called you. Um, hopefully it's a good thing, you know, yeah, right. <laughs> so, right. that's great. All right. That's a, that's a great option. That's a great yeah. option. What about books? What kind of books have you read this year? Anything good? So, um, my favorite book that I read this year uh, was a fiction novel that was very popular. Um, and the movie came. I have not seen the movie yet. But okay. The book was Where the Crawdads Sing. Yeah. Okay. And it was incredible. Yeah. It it really was. I've still got it. I, there's. I, is it something I'm going to be into? Um. I don't know. I think you would find the story interesting. Okay. It. I mean, I would say that it leans towards. Um, it's not really romance. Sure. There's some of that in there. Well. Um, but it's, it's kind of a mystery, a little bit. Okay. And it, it's got some twists and turns. Okay. Um, and when you get to about, I don't know, maybe twenty. 30 pages from the end, like you just cannot stop reading. Oh, okay. Like it just, like it kind of, it draws, draws you in. Yeah. Um, very well written. Now the, the author, there's some controversy around her, um, which I don't love. Um, was she a racist or something? Well, she, <laughs> what is, I mean, she, she, she tweets something out against the Jews. Hey, let me ask you a question. Did she like side with Kanye on something? no, or, was she like that Adolf? He's got some good ideas. Well, I think she murdered someone. Wait, what? <laughs> what? So it's it's totally great. Her name is Delia Owens, and she murdered a fool. Well, <laughs> hey, can, while you're looking that up, can we talk about how no one talks about how Phil Collins watched a man die? Um, in do, do, can, have we talked about this? How like the song in the air tonight, whatever that's called, he's talking about watching a man watch someone else drown. Yeah. Which means you just watch somebody drown. <laughs> have you, I mean, you also watch that same dude drown. Yeah. You like literally didn't save him. So I'm just saying Phil, Phil Collins saw a murderer. Go ahead. I don't know if I ever, ever listen, listen to, to the that, words, the yeah. words that much. Well. I'm just waiting on the, the drum fill. By the way, so, it, it always comes later than what I want it yes. to. I will be in the car <laughs> and do air drums to nothing and be like, crap, 30 bars short. Okay. <laughs> bars short. I'm way short. Um, okay. So uh, Delia Owens and her husband, Mark, um, and apparently her stepson, Christopher, are wanted in Zambia because they uh, allegedly murdered an alleged poacher. What? Yeah. This, are you sure this isn't just like her setting up her next book? No, <laughs> no, like, no, they like Zambia wants her. Yeah. They're wanted by the Zambian po- authorities. Wow. And so <laughs> is this real? I know. 
Okay, my authors are not nearly this bad. Go ahead. So anyway, it. Mm, yeah. But the book is really good. The book is good. <laughs> the you book know. is really good. Yeah, judge um, the person what they wrote, you know? I mean, listen, I don't know what to tell you. But um, also, just so everyone knows, uh, 2023, one of my uh, resolutions is to read more. Because oh, okay. I used to be, I, I, I would a devour books. I read yeah, yeah, yeah. a lot. I'll be honest with you. When we first started, you're like, yeah, I read this. And I was like, mm, I don't. I don't read so yeah. good. Yeah. And so it's it it's on my list. I have a few books, um, rereads that I want to do, some Francine River books that I want to read again, and um, not Redeeming Love, actually, just oh. in case anybody's Oh, well, the, the Lion, the yeah. Witch, and the Wardrobe series, whatever that's called. <laughs> Mark of the Lion series. Yeah, that's what I called it. Um, but anyway, so that's one of, my, one of my resolutions. So next year, I'll probably have more books on the list than, than just this one. But, okay. So what did you read this year? Okay, so... Um, I'm going to do fiction and nonfiction. Okay. Okay. So as far as fiction goes, I really got into the Percy Jackson series. Yes. It's a YA series. Young adult series are great. It's really, really good. Rick Riordan is Uh a phenomenal writer. It's a lot of fun. Um, the kids have started reading it like Jill's on the third book. Mm -hmm. Jonathan's still working his way through the first one. It's a little, little heavy for him as far as like, you know, it's, it's not written for fourth graders. It's written for middle schoolers. Right. So, um, so that was, uh, that was really, really good. I I enjoyed that. Um, uh, there was also a couple of books by Brad Meltzer that I got into this year. Um, the escape artist and the, and the lightning rod. Those Mm -hmm. were, uh, two in a series that were there. And then the, the other like big, Nonfiction, uh, sorry, fiction book that I that I read was uh, Stephen King's Fairy Tales. Oh, it was so good. It's like essentially there is another world where all of our fairy tales come from. Uh huh. But it's one of his, you know, real thick ones. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so it takes you, you know, three hundred pages to find out like what's going on. Right. So, um, so Stephen King's new book is really good. It's not, you know, gory. It's you know, fantasy situation. Yeah. Uh, so those were my uh, those are my fiction books nice. that I really enjoyed. Nonfiction. Um, Radical Candor is probably the thing that has affected my work life the mm-hmm. most uh, this year. It was uh, it was phenomenal. Um, Bob Iger's book, Ride of a Lifetime, I believe is what it's called, uh, is amazing for leadership lessons. It, okay. it, it's full of that. The, the most fun nonfiction book that I read this year was Dave Grohl's uh, The Storyteller. Yeah. It was so good. Hey, by the way, the worst is uh, Will by Will Smith. Yeah. Worst, worst book I've read ever. Um, <laughs> but I will tell you that the book that changed my life okay. is um, Start With Why by Simon Sinek. I thought I was reading it for work. Mm-hmm. And it all talks about how everybody talks about what they sell. And then they talk about how they make it. And then they talk about why they make it. Except for the real innovators. They start with why. Mm. Like Steve Jobs didn't ever tell you what he was selling. He told you why he was doing something. Yeah. And then how are we doing it? And then they present the product, you know? And so I was like, okay, I was getting there. Um, and I was doing a, um, I was doing a long run one, one day. It was a 20 mile run. And um, it, w- it was a route that I was not familiar with. And there was no places to stop and get water. And I, it was, it was just a bad run. And I was finishing the book, Start With Why, mm. audiobook, listening to it. While you were running? While I was running. Um, I, I do a lot of books while, mm-hmm. I, while I run because, uh, uh, you know, there's there's a lot of time. And yeah. you, you got to fill it with something to redeem that time some way. And so um, 
I don't know if I've told you this. Have I told you this story? I rem- I remember you talking about the run because we, it we was, talked about it. It broke being, me. Yeah, it, it, it being broke terrible. me. Terrible. It, it, yeah. it was the worst. Holy Spirit spoke to me and goes, "Why do you exist? Have I told you this? No. Oh wow. Okay. So um, why do you exist? And I said, uh, "Well, I exist to bring you glory." And uh, it goes, "No, no, no. That's a Sunday school answer. That doesn't count. Why do you exist? Mm. Not why should you exist. Why mm. do you exist?" And for, I don't know, about 12 miles, I struggled Mm -hmm. with the question, why do you exist? With no water, with everything breaking down. And I'm an Enneagram three. Mm -hmm. So all I want to do is achieve this run and move on to the next thing. Right. And in that run is when I finally had to come to the terms with, there is nothing that I can do to achieve why I exist. Mm. Every, all of my sense of achievement, everything that I'm working for, it, there's nothing I can out achieve my purpose. And I don't know what that purpose is because yeah. my purpose isn't to run this freaking run. Yeah. That's definitely not it because I can't even do that right. Like seriously, like yeah. we, we went and looked at Christmas lights this last week, sorry, two weeks ago and, um, time travels weird. And so, uh, and we drove through the colonial golf course area uh-huh. and I was like, guys, right there is where I said, I'm going to sit down. I'm going to call a cab. And I said, no, I'm going to wait till I get around this curve. And we drove around the curve. And I said, then I said, I was going to get to that curve. And I got to like drive through where I ran that last several Mm -hmm. miles. And it was a, it was a just amazing time because I got to the point where I was like, I need to understand why it is that I exist. Mm -hmm. And, um, and this is what I came up with. I'm going to put it on, on, on the internet for everybody. And my, my kids will be able to hear it one day. I exist to love the Lord, my God. Mm-hmm. with all my heart, my soul, my mind. To me, that looks like worship. Mm-hmm. Okay. So that, that's, that is why I exist. My second reason that I exist is to love my family like Jesus does, which means being a father to my children, like God is a father to me and being a husband to my wife, like Jesus is the husband of the church which is way bigger than Mm -hmm. what I can even do. Right. And my third reason of why I exist is to be an authentic example of what being a Christian can be. And everything in my life has to fall within the, one of those three things. And if it doesn't, I just say, no, I literally just tell people, no, people ask me, Hey, do you want to do something? And I, I literally now can go through, no, I don't want to do that. Even if it's, Hey, we have this thing at the, at the church or at the school, do you want to volunteer for it? What does it do? It doesn't fill any of my things. What it does is it makes it look like I'm achieving something mm-hmm. by being in the front of everybody. And because of that, because my identity is not in my achievement, even though that's a motivator, that's not my identity. And so if I'm being motivated by achievement and by being seen as an achiever, then I'm not doing what I need to do mm-hmm. personally. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. So it completely changed my life to go, what's my why? Mm-hmm. And when I started with, when I started with why everything in my life changed and like literally my employee, my employees are like, what's different. Mm. You are, you are managing us differently. And I'm like in a bad way. No, like you have purpose, like you're driving us. What's different. And, and it's been phenomenal. It's been, it's been great. So anyway, um, that was, uh, that, the, that was my, the book that I read and that was probably like the biggest life event. Yeah. Um, it all had to do around stinking running because again, at the beginning of 2021 is when I was like, I've got to do something to like 
be somewhat healthy. And mm-hmm. I did my first physical activity. And in 2022, I did four marathons, Yeah, which is dumb. Like it just is, but it also has changed the narrative of what I told myself I can and can't do. Yeah. Because like 2019, Seth, like the Seth that you met would have never been able to run a marathon, but he absolutely could have. He just told himself that he couldn't. Right. And so that's kind of what I'm looking forward to this year. The first book that I'm reading um, this this calendar year in 2023 is Soundtracks by John Acuff, oh, which is all about yeah. changing, literally changing the soundtrack inside your mind yeah. that says that you can't do something to something that you can. I love I love John Acuff. Yeah, he's I've been great. Following him for for years. Yeah, since uh, he's Steph been one, he's like, one of your Twitter followers that you told yeah. us to to listen to to do, and I never did that. And then I got I, but I did get his book, and so I'm going to finish that. Hopefully, by the time we see each other again, so we'll see what happens. Then, yeah, I am the first book that I'm going to read uh, in 2023 is actually uh, Sheila Walsh. She was our speaker at the yeah. women's event. Uh, back in the fall, and it's uh, holding on when you want to let go. Yeah, cool. And I am. I would like to hold on to things. <laughs> yeah. Literally and metaphorically. Yeah, I, so I got you. <laughs> so yeah, that's, that's the first book that I'm going to read this year. Were there any uh, crazy life events this year that, you know, you wanted to highlight? Um, you know, I think nothing, nothing like huge, big life changing, mm. but something really cool that happened this year. And I don't remember if I talked about it on the show. Um, so in, in my new job, which I started, uh, in January of last of last year. Oh wow, it's wow. been a year. It's been a year wow. almost. Um, I am traveling some, obviously, since I'm currently in Las Vegas. Um, but I, the first big trip that I did was to San Diego back in uh, August. Yeah, and I was there for about ten days, which is a long time for me sure. to be away sure. from everyone and to be alone. Yeah. And I mean, I was working, but when I wasn't working, I was alone. Yeah. You didn't have your tribe. Near I didn't you. have. Yeah. Yeah. And so one night I was just kind of out walking. Uh, I just had dinner and was just kind of exploring the city a little bit. And I walked upon uh, the shell, uh, which was a concert venue in oh. San Diego, right on the, right on the water. And it was John Williams birthday. And the San Diego Symphony was playing all of his music. Stop it. And the way the the shell is situated, it is it is right on the water, right on the bay, and uh, right across from uh, Coronado Island. And there are all these benches right next to the water. And so I just sat down for about 30 minutes and listened like I was sitting in the concert venue. That's how... Yeah wonderfully well it was amplified and i would not pay to, for a ticket or anything i had just been walking in i heard music i'm like oh what's that and it was just such a neat experience that for me uh because i love i love live music and i love orchestras and symphonies and i love john williams yeah um it was just such a it was like a like a kiss from god because yeah. i had been feeling lonely and I was a little sad that I was there all by myself. And I'm like, what am I going to do with myself? You yeah. know, what do I do? I'm, I'm working during the day and then at night and I don't want to just sit in the hotel. And it was just such a, a neat thing. And to walk up and sit there and just enjoy the music and by right by the water, it's just something different than I've ever done. And anyway, that was just a really cool thing. That's awesome. 
that I really love this year. So, well, I feel like we've had a good year. I'm just going to be honest. Like, you know, looking back, you know, this year it had some downs, Mm -hmm. but it had a lot of ups. And so, um, so, you know, happy new year. Let's uh, hope that 2023 uh, goes as good as 2022 did and even better. Even better. Yeah. Even better. Let's get into the B. Family makes resolution to show up to church no more than 15 minutes late this year. <laughs> I feel like this is very apt because uh, this episode's coming out on New Year's Day and it's a Sunday and there's no way I made it to church on time. Just sorry. Everybody was late. Sorry, sorry. about you. Every, I'm sorry to everybody. Uh, goodness gracious. All right. Oh, no, not the beast. Not the beast. All right, what's your nod for me? Uh, my nod for me is um, when my sock falls down um, in my shoe. Oh my gosh, yes. Because <laughs> it's currently happening right now. And I've, <laughs> I've fixed it about four times today and it's driving me insane. Yeah. It's really annoying. Yeah, and and it's a cold weather. So yes. you are wearing a thick enough sock that your, your, you know, your toes don't get too cold. Right. But also you don't want to you know, have a big fluffy sock that comes all the way up your legs. Yeah. So it's, it's still a no show sock, but it's still kind of, mm-hmm. kind of thick. And, uh, and, and when it falls, it gets underneath, like right there by the plantar fascia, yep. like on the, on the distal side of the calcaneus. And it's just like, <laughs> it's just difficult. Yeah. Difficult. And I'm just like, this is really annoying yeah. and I hate it and I want to <laughs> fix it again, but I'm tired of fixing it. Cause I've been fixing it all day long. It happened to me uh, thrice today. <laughs> yeah. Thrice. Yeah. Like, um, like, like, I just want to show you. I'm not lying. It's like they're right. Now. Oh yeah, no, you can't. Yeah, right you can't even see it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. You can see the it's the front, hidden. but the back yeah. is is yeah. all the way down. Completely. Hidden. Um, real quick before I ask you what you're not for me is, yeah. <clears throat> I have a question. Sure. About socks and shoes. Okay. Because I saw on social media a few weeks ago, uh, people were asking this question. Okay. That said, how do you put on your socks and shoes? Oh, great question. Is it sock sock? shoe shoe or sock shoe sock shoe okay and everybody was responding and saying who does sock shoe sock shoe like a psychopath okay and i agreed yeah it's a you're a definite sociopath if you do that however my friend bill hagee he's like hey man i'm gonna challenge you just one day try sock shoe sock shoe Mm -hmm. see what happens it is the most efficient way to do it you you you're got one foot if you're let's say you're sitting someplace and you're got the leg crossed Uh uh-huh it's sock, shoe, done. Exactly. If you're bending over, you only have to bend over once. Sock, shoe, done. Get up, get the next sock, shoe, done. And I was like, no, dude, you're psychotic. No, that's yeah. not, like, I'm not a sociopath. I don't do things that way. Um, <laughs> Is it the way you do it now? Today. Today. This mo- These socks, these shoes. Literally, these socks, these shoes. <laughs> I didn't realize that I had done sock shoe, sock shoe, but I had locked the door because I was getting, I was getting dressed and, um, and kids, you know, I mean, I mean, I'm, I'm still, I have given them enough to go to therapy over. I don't need to give them that as well, you know? Uh, and so I, I was, I was fully dressed. Uh-huh. I was putting on my socks and shoes and I get a knock at the door uh-huh. and I'm like, oh, I can absolutely open the door. And I get up and I start walking and I realize that my left foot is barefoot and my right foot has a full shoe on it. I had done sock shoe on my right foot and was about to move to sock shoe on my left foot. I still think that that's wrong. Yeah. But here's the thing. Like two days after I read that, I was putting on my socks (gasps) and I did sock Sock shoe, sock shoe. shoe. And I went, 
What did I do? What did I, because when I read it, I absolutely yeah. identified. Only a sociopath yeah. does sock, shoe, sock, shoe. Yeah. But I think it might be the most I, efficient. I think it is the most efficient. And I also think it's one of those things that now, I think that you've probably done it forever. You've yes. done it forever. Yes. But you've never given any thought I've to it. I've never thought about it. And now that people have asked about it, then you're like, what? what's right. this insanity? And so yeah, I've yeah. been trying to do sock, sock, shoe, shoe. Yeah. Just to see. On purpose? On purpose. To see if it feels weird. And it does. Yeah, it feels weird. Because I, you, think, I think I'm a sock, you're shoe, a sock, shoe, sock, shoe, sock, shoe person. I am. <laughs> oh, no. Apparently, I'm a sociopath. I didn't know. Yeah. Anyway, what's your not for me? My not for me is um, his FedEx when it's uh, snowing outside. Um, you can't get anything anywhere. Uh, first of all, FedEx is really challenging. It costs you $100 to send anything across the street. But This is true. Um, when it's snowing outside, sometimes it just goes to St. Louis and just lives in St. Louis for a week. And it's just like, ah, we just couldn't get it on anywhere else. Like, well, But I needed to go to Nashville. Yeah, yeah but it's in St. Louis now. Um, maybe you really meant st louis no no no, i'm pretty sure i meant nashville no no i'm pretty sure no well okay well how about we take it to chicago well (laughs) that's better it's It's, a little closer it's closer but not still where i needed to go still not where i want it oh well what if i give it to john candy and he puts in the (laughs) back all right that's a show but listen, uh, our thoughts and opinions are not the final word to listener. I really do want to know, Padrishners, what were your favorite yes. TV, movies, books? Like, life what, events. Life events. Uh, like, music. Dropping Sunday episode. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, we should say, what was our drop, favorite Dropping se- Sunday episode? And it's always this one. Whatever one I'm it doing is, is always my favorite It's always one. my favorite, yeah. Uh, if someone wanted to join the conversation, how would they do that? Oh, you can let us know. You can talk to us on social media. We are at Dropping Sunday on all the things. And then, you know, what? Make sure that you subscribe and tell your friends and share the love and grow the show and do all those things and help help Andre out because she doesn't know what's going on. She's already checked out. She's already checked out, guys. She's already in Vegas. She's still in Vegas. It's a, it was a long night last night. It was night weird. In, in, it's like my brain just stopped. It's all right. We'll be back next week. Until then, this is Seth. This is Andrea. And I this think. is Dropping Sunday. You know what really is my nut for me? What? The song Old Lang Syne. I just don't like it. You know, I saw a TikTok today about don't like it. why that song pulls on your heartstrings and makes everybody cry. And oh, he no. gave like the top five reasons and he was right about all of them. No, I hate the song. I know. I understand. No, yeah, yeah. No, I mean, I, I understand it's a great song and people, blah, 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 blah. that's the definition of not for me. I just don't like the song. No, it's just boring, and I'm not, I'm not into it. Well, when you sing it that way, it's terrible. Well, when, when I sing it, it, when I sing anything anyway, it's terrible. No, oh my yeah.